My walk with Farrakhan I bear witness to the man and his works Believe that my walk with Farrakhan Spreading life and always aiming to put his people first uh, Motivating and liberating My people with melanin want to see you thriving and educated No debating, he's a spiritual leader So make sure you tune in, trust you gotta see it Cause this is my walk with Farrakhan I bear witness to the man and his works Believe that Peace fam it's Brother Mustafa Abdul Muhammad with the My Walk with Farrakhan podcast where we talk about self-improvement, becoming one with God, and finding our greatness. On today's episode of the My Walk with Farrakhan podcast, I just wanted to talk about the principle of peace. As I open up every podcast, I always say peace. This is Brother Mustafa Abdul Muhammad with the My Walk with Farrakhan podcast and so on and so on. But I always start out with peace because... In a world of hell, in a world of darkness, in a world of uncertainty, in a world of war, revolution, and other kind of things going on, uh, there's a need for peace. So when Jesus met his disciples or the people, he always greeted them in the words of peace. He would say, peace be unto you. The apostle Paul, when he would lead off on his epistles, he would always lead off with the words grace, mercy, and peace. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33, it says that God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Excuse me. As Muslim people, when we greet a brother or sister, we always greet them with the words of Asalaam Alaikum, which means peace be unto you. And that believer, Muslim believer, brother or sister will return it, Wa Alaikum Salam, which means peace. Peace be unto you as well, and unto you be peace. So we wish peace and we return peace is our greeting. Jewish or Hebrews, they also speak a similar language to the Muslim people as they say Shalom Aleichem, which means peace be unto you again. So in all of these different um, contexts, the word peace is given because that's the language of God and that's the language of God's people. We are always desirous of peace. We are always desirous of receiving peace and giving peace and living in peace. But there are so many things in this world of evil and Satan that sets out to disturb your peace. Whether you're dealing with some family issues or you're dealing with some financial issues or you're dealing with um, health issues or you're dealing with um, employment or career issues or you're just dealing with your own issues within yourself of depression and stress and anxiety and uncertainty for the future and all kind of things that will be going on. You're looking for some peace. And in a world that uh, deprives us of peace or is always warring against our peace, so many in this world look for those artificial peace. Or artificial means of achieving peace. Now, if I'm stressed, if I had a stressed—not me personally, but I'm just saying, speaking as a person—but if I've had a stressed-out day at work, and I know I'm coming home to a stressed-out home, meaning that my woman or my wife or my husband or my children, you know, I'm coming home to a bunch of crap. You know, I just left a bunch of crap at work, and I'm coming home to a bunch of crap. And excuse my what may be crude language, but I just want to be very clear and transparent and just keep it real and down to earth. But if I had a crap day and I'm coming home to more crap and I don't know any other avenue or means of finding peace, 
then this world has many artificial means of giving you peace. You know, some of us may go home, you know, before we go home, we may have to stop by the bar or stop by the liquor store. We may have to get us a bottle, man. I'm talking about some Grey Goose. I'm talking about some gin. I'm talking about some whiskey. I'm talking about some Heineken. I'm talking about some Budweiser. I'm talking about some Miller High Life. I'm talking about some Bill. I'm talking about some gin. I'm talking about some whiskey. I'm talking about some liquor. I'm talking about some fire water, some spirits <laughs> to lift our spirit. And we'll drink. And in that moment, that that alcohol or that um, that spirit will give us a temporary relief from whatever we're going through, and it'll give us a peace of mind. You know, in the streets, we say, you know, I gotta go get, gotta get me a buzz. You know, I gotta get my head right. And you know, for that moment, you feeling all right. You know, you got your buzz. Or you know, you may want to smoke you some buzz, smoke you some marijuana, smoke you a joint, smoke you a blunt. You know that. And in that moment of smoking that joint, smoking that bud, smoking that weed, you know, it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make your head right. You know, you ain't you ain't worrying, you ain't stressing because you're smoking that good weed. You're drinking that good alcohol, that liquor. So these are artificial means that we go to to find peace. But you notice once you come down from the high, once you come off the buzz, once you sober up, that which stressed you before you took the bottle, took the weed, or took the alcohol, it's still there. And so what do we have to do? We have to, we have to go get another drink. We have to go smoke some more weed. Or if we really feeling, you know, out there, you know, we may smoke some crack. We may snort some coke. We may do some acid. We may do some mushrooms. We may pop some pills. You know, and all of these things that we're doing, we're not really bad people. But we're looking for peace in the midst of hell. The world that we live in is hell on black people. It's hell on the black man. It's hell on the black woman. It's hell on humanity in general. So we have to find those things outside of ourselves to find that peace. Or, you know, we may have a lot of sex. You know, we may have a few girlfriends or a few boyfriends. And in that moment of having sex... As we have the um, sexual experience, it gives us a, 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 a point of peace and pleasure in that moment. And But again, as I said, with the weed, with the smoke, with the liquor and the alcohol, once the sex is over and you get up from that bed, then the same thing you were dealing with or faced with before you got into the sexual relationship is still there. So you're still in search of some peace so the alcohol doesn't give lasting peace the the smoke doesn't give lasting peace the sex doesn't give lasting peace the crack doesn't give lasting peace the cocaine doesn't give lasting peace but we know we need peace we need peace of mind because this is a world that will stress you to the point where you will have an aneurysm meaning your brain will pop huh this is a world that would stress you to the point where you would have a stroke, huh? This is the world that would stress you to the point where you would have a heart attack. Your heart says, I can't take it no more. And it attacks you and shuts down on you. And you lose your life because of your health. You've been stressed to the point of no return. So that's why I opened up the podcast with Peace Fam. Because before you listen to this podcast... I don't know what in the world you may have been going through or what you're going through. So it's in my little humble effort to just remind you that peace.
just for this moment, I want you to think about peace. I know you're going through, you may be going through some bills. You may have more month than money and you got bills that you can't pay and they stressing the hell out you and people calling you and writing you and texting you and emailing you. And that's a real stress in this world because people will cut off things, take things from you and shut you down if you can't pay. You know, you may have, your health may not be bad, may not be good. So just in that moment of you hearing me, I just want to wish you peace. So that if you didn't have peace up to that moment, maybe in that few seconds of hearing me say peace, maybe it'll put your mind at ease. Maybe it'll give you a moment of solace and refuge where you can just exhale. Where you can say, yes, peace. Thank you, brother. I, I receive your peace. So I always want this to be a joyful experience. No stress, not compound anything that you're going through. But just to offer you peace. So the world offers artificial peace through means that end up causing us great harm in the long term. Yes, alcohol can give you peace for a few minutes, seconds, hours, day, a day. But what does the alcohol ultimately do to your longevity of life? You know, liquor is known to give you corrosives of the liver if you drink too much. Alcohol creates other type of health problems if you become an alcoholic and drink too much or become addicted to it. Families are broken up because of alcohol. Jobs are lost because of alcohol, alcoholism. DUIs and tickets and deaths and other vehicle uh, fatalities and issues on the road are caused because we drink and drive. You know, we smoke weed and it um, creates its own set of problems. You know, we become addicted by it. You know, we definitely know crack is a problem. Cocaine can become a problem. All of these things, though they can give some source of relief in the long term, they could affect your health. They can affect uh, um, the viability of your family. They can cause problems to others outside of yourself who weren't even doing what you did. So we don't want to seek out temporary forms of peace. We want the ultimate form of peace. And the ultimate form of peace has to come from God. It has to come from you putting your trust in God and seeking refuge in God and walking in God. And those that as a solution does not negate that real problems are not going to be in your path. See, when you walk with God, you're still going to have trials and tribulations. That's just a part of life. You know, the only way to get out of trials and, liber- tri- uh, trials and tribulations was just to never be born, to not even be here. But as long as you live, there's going to be some trial, some tribulation that tries to set you back. But the difference is when you walk in God and trust in God and seek refuge in God, he gives you a peace of mind that allows you to walk through the trial in peace and uh, peace of mind and contentment. Yeah, I know I got these bills. Yeah, I know I got this situation going on. But stressing myself out about it, drinking about it, smoking about it, getting doped up about it, it's still not going to solve my problem. It only gives me temporary pleasure. And God gives you peace of mind. And with that peace of mind and that calmness of mind, you're able to think about solutions. And any problem we go through, there's a solution to it. But when we're so stressed out and so we're so frustrated 
and we're worrying about the um, the negative end of the situation that's a trial in our life, we can't think straight to think of a solution because we're worried to death. So Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. He said, don't think. Of, he, didn't, he didn't say, don't think about tomorrow. Don't plan for tomorrow. He said, but don't worry about tomorrow. Because worry will not change your circumstances. Worry will erode your health. Worry will cause you to drink and smoke. Worry will cause you to have excess sex. Worry will cause you to eat more than you need to eat. Worry will not solve your problems. So he said, don't worry about tomorrow. But do think about tomorrow. Do plan for tomorrow. Do strategize for tomorrow. So peace is what we need. And peace is what we're seeking, family. So I just wanted to put this episode together today to just talk about the importance of us having peace of mind and contentment. And I found that when I walk with God and put my trust in God that he gives me his peace and that peace of mind allows me to navigate through the trials of life and I definitely have the same trials that you may have listening on this podcast and I in no way am trying to insinuate that I got it together everything is all right I ain't suffering no setbacks no trials no tribulations I, I wouldn't lie to you like that I, I sometimes I have more month than money. Sometimes I have, you know, issues in my personal life. Sometimes I have issues in my extended life. Sometimes I have issues in my career life or I'm trying to get my dreams and visions off the um, ground. That becomes frustrating and becomes stress and a trial. But I am saying that through everything that comes at me, I have the peace that comes from God and God's peace allows me to sit back and to come up with a game plan of how I'm going to move through this latest boulder, this latest mountain, this latest trial that is facing me. And the Jesus and the God says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can overcome mountains. You can defeat mountains. And this is not talking about literal mountains, but sometimes when we're in stress and we're in trouble and we're in trials up to our neck they can seem like mountains and as mountains seem like immovable objects seem like sturdy obstacles our trials sometimes seem like they're larger than life and they can't be moved so with faith it says we can remove those mountains and with faith in God and faith in the power that God put in us then we can remove those mountains. This does not mean you're going to snap your finger or say abracadabra and the mountain or the trial and the tribulation automatically goes. Sometimes it may take many steps. It may take many days or weeks or months to remove this trial. But if you had the faith in God and you pull on the divine God within yourself and pull from the divine mind, because God does not live in space, as John Ms. Lewis Farrakhan teaches us. We don't believe or seek no mystery God. We seek the God within ourselves. And God has put the essence of himself in us. And we can pull from that essence. And we can meet and overcome obstacles in our paths. Now I want to give you an example that I like to use a lot. So let's say you were on the side of the uh, road. And your car battery died. And you needed a jump off, right? We're talking about the mystery God. And how we had to 
find the real God. But you were on the side of the road and your car needed a jump, right? And let's say you're a person of faith. Because we're talking about faith. And we're talking about overcoming mountains. Now, if your battery breaks down and you need to get somewhere, that's a mountain in your life. And you need to overcome that mountain. But let's say you say, I'm going to pray to God. And I'm going to ask God to help me out. And you keep praying, God, you know, I need to get to this job interview. God, you know, I need to get to this job. God, you know, I need to pick up the children from daycare or from school. God, you know, I need to get to the grocery store. God, you know, I promise I'm going to pick my wife up. God, please help me to get my car up and going. You can pray for hours, for long as you want to. But you know, as well as I know, with all of the prayers, with all of the faith and all of the fervent prayer that you may put, God's not going to send no jumper cables out, no clouds. I don't care how much you pray. You can pray to Allah, Jehovah, Yahweh, Jesus, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, Al Shaddai, Buddha, whoever you want to pray to. But no jumper cables are going to come out the cloud to solve your problem. But you know as well as I that somebody may come along. Somebody may come along. And a person will come along who has some jumper cables. And they'll say, hey, man, you all right? What's wrong? You need a jump? And you say, yeah, man, I, that's just what I need. I needed a jump. And that person uses their jumper cables and gives you a jump off, and now you're good to go. So you prayed to God. You um, enacted faith, but your prayer was answered through another human being. It wasn't answered through a God coming out of the sky, no clouds, anything like that. And so on and so on. Let me give you another example. Let's say... You are unemployed as many people in America, unfortunately, are unemployed right now because of COVID and other situations. And let's say your greatest desire that you need is a job. You need some somewhere you can work and make some money. And let's say you sit in your house and pray for 30 days straight. All day, every day, you pray, you pray, you pray, you pray, you pray. And you ask God, I need a job. And you faithfully pray. God, I need a job. But let's say at the same time while you're praying for 30 days straight, nonstop, without ceasing, as the Bible says, that you never put in a job application. You never upload a resume to the Internet or seek any um, job postings. How likely is it at the end of the 30 days that you will find a job or have a job? Though you prayed for 30 days straight, but you didn't put in the job application, you didn't put in a resume, you didn't follow up on any job postings or anything like that. It's not going to happen. Even though you prayed, nothing's going to happen unless you make something happen. You got to go out and um, put in the job application. You have to go out and put the resume out there. You have to follow up on the leads. And you put in action with faith and prayer, that makes things happen. So when I say peace and I talk about faith and I talk about overcoming the mountains in your life, I'm not talking about you sitting at home being idle and just praying and, oh, Lord, help me out of this. Oh, Lord, save me from this. Oh, Lord, bring me through this trial and tribulation because I listened to the My Walk with Farrakhan podcast and he told me all I needed was faith. He told me all I needed to do was to walk in God. He told me all I needed was to find peace in God. If you do all of that, but you don't use 
that God forced within yourself to exert any type of effort, you're going to be in the same condition and your condition will never change. And so that's why the Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan, as taught by his father, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, said we don't believe in no mystery God. We will not wait for no mystery God to bring us food. We will pray to God. We will seek favor from God, but we will work with our own hands as little gods to make reality change in our own uh, reality. So I just wanted to close on that. As I talk about faith, I always have to make it plain and keep it real because this world teaches us to pray and teaches us to believe. And sometimes we do that and things never change. So I don't want you to be caught up in that. Excuse me for one second. I don't want you to get caught up in that, that you will pray and pray and pray. And then you'll come back and say, brother, I did everything that you told me to do, but nothing changed. And then I'm going to ask you, did you move your hands? Did you move your feet? Did you exert any type of effort? And if you say no, then that's the answer why nothing happened. God doesn't work through clouds. He works through people and he works through us. And you have a God essence within yourself that you can activate and you can solve problems and you can change realities. And God is great through you. So peace fam, seek peace. Don't seek peace outside of yourself. Seek peace within yourself. And it is God. And the peace of mind that God gives is priceless. It can't be it, it can be temporarily given by dope. Alcohol, cigarettes, sex, and other recreational things, but in the long term, those things only destroy your health, can destroy your family, and destroy society, destroy your children, destroy things around you. So that's temporary. With God, it can be permanent. And with your own hands, you can change everything around you. With your feet and exerting uh, effort, you can change that which is around you from a dark reality to a reality of light, peace, happiness, and joy. And with that, I leave you, and I wish that the rest of your evening, the rest of your morning, whatever time period you catch this webcast, that you will experience peace from this moment on, from hearing this podcast, and that it will awaken in you that you're all right, that things are going to get better, that you can make things better, and things are supposed are going to get better for you. So, family, thank you for listening to another episode of the My Walk with Farrakhan podcast. Do subscribe to this podcast. Do share this podcast. Do comment and give us feedback about this podcast. And if you feel so inclined, make a donation to this podcast so that we can help grow it. We can publish other books and we can do other creative things with this uh, platform of the My Walk with Farrakhan. So thank you and peace be unto you, fam. My walk with Farrakhan I bear witness to the man and his works Believe that uh, My walk with Farrakhan